On today's show, a first look at how Lexus plans to sell the new RX, Jaguar is cutting prices in an attempt to boost sales, and why autonomy could scare off drivers from the trucking industry. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for September 4th of 2015. While Volkswagen has been without a chairman ever since Ferdinand Piek resigned from that position in April. The former chairman tried to oust CEO Martin Winterkorn, but the board backed Winterkorn, and so Piek left his post. But now the company is finally stabilizing its leadership. Earlier this week, VW extended Winterkorn's contract until 2018, and yesterday the board nominated its next chairman, Hans-Dieter Potsch who's currently VW's chief financial officer. He will officially take over the position in November at a special meeting for shareholders. When Austin Powers lost his mojo in the movies, it didn't matter because that was fiction. But when Lexus lost its mojo a few years back, it was serious because it also lost two important M's, market share and money. For the last few years, Toyota's luxury brand has been throwing everything but the kitchen sink at getting Lexus back on track. With the introduction of the eye-popping fourth-generation RX, maybe it finally reached for the sink as well. Yeah, so you know, I've heard a lot of people say to me, do you think you went too far? Have you pushed, have you just, has Lexus lost their mind? And I actually love hearing that because I think the answer is absolutely no. We have done exactly the right thing with this product. You know, for too long, I think Lexus had the image of being this very staid, brand, not a risk-taking brand, not a dynamic brand, not a brand for me. It was sort of the brand for somebody else. And so I think with the RX, moving this dramatically, but still feeling very timely in the process with the same level of high-quality materials, great driving experience that we've always had, and then taking that even further, I think it's just spot on for what the market needs today. We'll be able to tell you more about the new crossover once the embargo lifts in a week or so. In the meantime, If you've seen enough and are ready to put your money down for the base RX, the F-Sport version, or maybe the hybrid, look for them at your Lexus dealer in November. Still to come, Jag cuts prices to boost sales, and BMW uses carbon fiber in ways we've never seen before. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion, Dow Automotive Systems, Breakthrough Technologies for Lightweight Vehicles, and by Pure Michigan, leading the automotive world in intelligent connected vehicles. We run on brain power. Even though Jaguar has revamped its entire lineup in the last few years, sales are going nowhere in the American market. So far this year, they're down 4.4%, even though the overall market is growing, especially in the luxury segment. So yesterday, Jaguar announced it's lowering its prices and or adding a lot more standard equipment. It's also boosting its warranty to 5 years 60,000 miles, as well as adding free maintenance and 24-hour free roadside service. Jaguar says research shows the number one reason why buyers reject a luxury brand is the price. That's why it's cutting prices and will launch a big television advertising campaign to get the word out. Carbon fiber is not new to the auto industry. Cars like the BMW i3 and i8, as well as the Alfa Romeo 4C, have carbon fiber structures. Cars like the Dodge Viper and Chevrolet Corvette offer carbon fiber body parts. 
But BMW's all-new 7 Series uses carbon fiber in ways that we haven't seen anyone else do it. BMW integrated specific carbon fiber pieces into the body in white that work in conjunction with steel and aluminum panels. The carbon fiber pieces are both adhesively bonded and riveted into place, and they are added to the structure in the body shop as part of the normal assembly process. This is a first in the auto industry. BMW says the carbon fiber pieces allow it to use a thinner gauge of steel in the rest of the body. It says the overall weight of the new 7 Series was reduced by 290 pounds and that the carbon fiber accounts for 90 of those pounds. Coming up next, why autonomy could hurt driver recruitment in the trucking industry. Earlier this year, Freightliner introduced an autonomous Class 8 truck. The trucking industry is having a hard time recruiting drivers, so would self-driving trucks help lure more operators? On AutoLine this week, Brian Pohl, the president of the trucking company Pohl Transportation, told us he believes autonomy could actually hurt driver recruitment. The AutoLine This Week Commercial Truck Series Preview is brought to you by Borg Warner, Tenneco, and Deloitte. In my view, I don't think we'll ever have what's called level four fully autonomous trucks. Um, the reasons being the general public won't stand for it. Um, I think a, a number was out of two thirds of the driving public doesn't want driverless trucks. Um, you gotta think about it, there's 3.4 million truck drivers in America. Um, what's gonna happen to those when those jobs are eliminated? What are they gonna do at that point? Um, so I think there's gonna be a big fight from the drivers themselves, the associations involved with the, the drivers, like OIDA, the Owner Operators mm -hmm. uh, Independent Driver Association, and the unions are going to fight it, I believe. Um, you also have some of the OEMs. Freightliner said it will not produce a level four truck, fully autonomous truck. It's already stated that already. And then finally, you have the safety, ad safety advocates that I think will be very, very much against autonomous trucks. Um, and as far as driver recruitment, if you have level three trucks, um, why would I, as a truck owner, pay $30,000 for a semi-autonomous truck that can drive at times down the road without the driver having control, but then still pay for a driver to be in the truck. Where am I gonna get the return on investment? In addition, the semi-autonomous trucks reduce driver fatigue and they increase safety, but the two biggest driver complaints are that they don't get paid enough and they don't get home enough. So the semi-autonomous trucks don't correlate to the needs that the drivers are having right now. There's a lot of great insight into how upcoming regulations will impact commercial vehicles. So make sure you check out that show on our website, Autoline.tv. And a quick programming note, there won't be an Autoline Daily next Monday because of the Labor Day holiday. But that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching. Have a great weekend. We'll see you back here on Tuesday. Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.